0: Hi, my name is Tani, and welcome to Virtual Besties. Every week, we'll hang out to chat about personal growth, mental health, entrepreneurship, women empowerment, relationships, spirituality, books, and you name it. We'll talk about all things oozing with love and soul. Together, we will dive deeper and discover tools to reinvent and improve yourself to help you live the life of your dreams. Let's start. Hi, besties. Today you will hear my interview with Alyssa Martin of the Mental Strength Notes. This episode was first published on the Mental Strength Notes, where Alyssa interviewed me and we talked about my journey and what led me to becoming the content creator that I am today. In this episode, we talked about how my journey started and how it looked like since I quit my job without plans nor savings, the self development tool more people should work on adopting to feel more inner peace and fulfillment in their lives how gratitude changed my perspective my most unforgettable moment when I volunteered teaching English to the refugees and how I developed self-compassion go check Alyssa's work her details are in the show notes
1: Danny, thank you so much for being here
0: and thank you so much happy to be here
1: I'm happy to speak with you. So for those who have never had the pleasure of visiting thisvillagegirl.com, can you tell us a little bit about you and what visitors can expect to find on your blog?
0: Okay, sure. So I have an online journal. It's called This Village Girl. This Village Girl, uh, actually, this one contains actual Diary entries, and so this was launched two years ago, but you know I've always kept a, a journal since I was a kid and before I even knew what journaling even was and my blog contains my thoughts, realizations, emotions, questions, well observations, heartaches, and experiences I've had since since and before I ever left our village to follow the unhappy impulsive inner voice who isn't capable of talking or even explaining and the only thing that it wanted to happen was to be followed just to give a little background as well about about me what i did and so for the last 27 years i'd say i have ignored this little inner voice and did whatever I was told, even if I didn't want to and so just to just to give you a background of what or where I am from so i'm from I'm, I'm, I'm from a poor family of farmers in the Philippines whose parents promised to give us a different or even better quality of life by sending us to the best schools in my country because in my country, better education, good quality of education, will stand us better chances in life. Also, education in my country, it's like Louis Vuitton, Prada, or Gucci. It smells like luxury. It is really a luxury in our in our country. And even if I didn't have, I didn't fully believe that, nor you know, fully understand. I forced myself to finish and get a degree even if i didn't really know which field of study i genuinely wanted to pursue and even if i already know which one would make me earn money fast enough to change the quality of our lives however that backfired i tried different three different fields of studies and three in three different universities and I almost really lost hope that I'll finish one. I also lost the hope and the motivation but because I felt guilty because my parents needed to work overseas just for, for us to be sent to the best schools in our country. I forced myself to finish school and looked or even settled for for a job or jobs just to be able to move out of our house and be and be on my own like most adults should be doing. But even if I already had a stable job, I still didn't feel happy. I left that job and accepted a similar job in a different country. And there, the same thing happened. I quit that job without money or savings and even plans. And I just really wanted to seek refuge from my parents. I went home to them. And that coming home opened a lot of cans of worms, jobless. I was jobless in a new continent where I didn't speak the language. And it was an incredibly fast-paced world with a really high standard of living. And so there I was confronted with the fact that I needed money to live even if I wasn't ready to you know, participate again in the world of adults. This village girl... Contains every self-discovery, every lessons I've learned from being lost or feeling lost, being broke, feeling alone, and broken-hearted, and the struggle to shed everything my culture and society wanted me to do, to believe, to act, to live, to think, or even to die. Just like that, this village girl is the story between me, being my parents' daughter. And the person that my creator created me to be, that is, that's is—that's what the readers, or that's what people are going to find in my blog.
1: Well, as someone who, I found your blog, I want to say a couple months to, ago, and it, it's very, very inspiring. And I think your story mm-hmm. relates to a lot of different people. Um, But what really inspires me about your personal story is that you pursued this dream that really was not in line with what's normal in your home country's culture, right? And you not only worked like crazy to achieve the life you wanted, but you also went through this process of building self-awareness and you had to really develop different mindsets to get where you wanted to go. So I, I was just curious, what can you tell us about how that journey looked for you and kind of getting inside your head?
0: oh god Elisa, I wish I can tell you and describe you but there's no way to describe it it's very simple it, it's very it's very it's actually very simple to describe it it's just like a sky but it is a really pitch dark sky however later on it became filled filled with stars you know with constellations or even falling stars that make wishes come true. If it's too romantic, but that's really that's really how it's 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 that's that's really how it looks like. And it's like if I'm gonna go deeper and if I'm going to dive dive deeper into it. It's like going on a solo international trip where I also decided to go for a solo hiking trip with just a backpack. Full of my essentials for the hike, but also taking all of my important things with me in that bag. Then I headed, I heard like drops of water coming from somewhere, and I just followed where it's coming from because it sounded heavenly from but I did that without looking at my map. And I just you know and was stunned by how by how the water was a mixture of turquoise blues and greens and the birds were just chirping and as if being hypnotized I let my bag fall on the ground removed my shoes and socks and hiking clothes and just dove into the clearest and freshest and most calming water I have ever seen in my entire life and so I in this water too I took my time swimming floating and just enjoying the moment but the time when the time came that I needed to decide to to end that little dip. All my belongings were gone, and there I was left in the field with only myself, no maps, no money, no food, no shelter, and no signs of other people doing the same hike. And I was asking, which direction should I take? How would I eat? Where would I spend the night or days? And my self-awareness and mindset development journey felt like or even looked like me having tons of conversations with myself motivating myself to get up learning how to survive on my own deciding to start walking to different directions that seemed to never never end and nor couldn't I couldn't find any light or you know i needed to go back and head to a different direction again and so that needed time I must spend time with myself on cold nights in the dark cry and have you know this pity party somehow and finally met few people who helped me to get out of that god I mean, just to be able to learn and to laugh at myself and I already have people to share this journey with and that you know lead me to a different past and so that's how I came out like this and this is what the journey looked like to me <laughs>
1: it's it it sounds hard as hell <laughs> to put it
0: lightly <laughs> and so it's just like a pitch dark sky at first and then later on with the stars shining brightly, and it's like looking up there all the all the time. But yeah, that's kind of the journey. That's
1: a beautiful comparison, um, <laughs> because it, um, in those moments when you're in the deep of it, it does feel like um, you know pitch black darkness, and constantly have this pit in your stomach. But you yeah. know, finding those little glimmers of hope, and those glimmers of light, and those glimmers of success, I think makes mm. the biggest difference. Do, do you consider all that you've gone through, would you say it was worth it?
0: Yes. And give it a chance. I'll do it again. Maybe in the future I would be, I don't know, I I might be looking for another problem to solve. I might be, who knows, I might be pressing my self-destruct button again. I don't (laughs) And it's life. It just, it just, (laughs) it just goes on. We don't know what, you know, sometimes we feel bored and we feel stuck. Something like that, and we didn't know that by you know wanting to spruce up our lives again, we somehow tend to press our own self destruct button, and
1: sometimes we do that to ourselves without even noticing and realizing. Absolutely, and you have had all kinds of experiences from your travels and interacting with people who have a wide variety of backgrounds, from those experiences, what would you say is one self-development tool more people should work on adopting to feel more um, inner peace and fulfillment in their life?
0: That's a very beautiful question, Alyssa. I would say it's gratitude because, you know, even if I didn't know yet or what I felt when, you know, when I started here in Germany, volunteering for for, for the refugees and to teach them English. Yeah? And you know, I felt when I was when I was trying to teach one of our students to 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 read. And even if they were learning German, I was teaching them English. But I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that this refugee, this specific refugee that was assigned to me, he didn't know how to read nor write. And so we were starting, we we started at English alphabet. And so I also didn't know that, I also didn't know that they have different alphabet or they have different characters, is that what you call it? And so they they don't have, they didn't have, they didn't have this ABC. And so they they write using, I'm sorry, but I didn't know, I, I forgot what it's called, what their language and what their letters are called. And so I was trying to teach him and actually more of like really, really the basics. And so him, despite already having a family, he was, when he felt frustrated that he could not get simple instructions, even if we were repeating it all over and over and over, he just became so apologetic because he couldn't read nor write or spell properly, despite speaking five languages. And I was surprised because, you know, the inner spoiled brat in me was very judgmental. But I only spoke two languages that time. And this person, yeah, I could read and I could write. But this person whom I was judging can can speak five languages because, and he said that, in his country instead of holding a pen at 7 years old or 6 years old he was learning how to shoot and how to fire a gun that was i think in afghanistan or somewhere somewhere and he was yeah oh 7 years old and yeah and he stood up he stood up no he put the pen down and showed me some scars all over his body and i was and i didn't really know how how that made me feel, Be, and all I did, all I could do, was to excuse myself after a few minutes, few seconds, and I went to the to the comfort room, and there I was crying. But I needed to stop crying and wash my face, just so they will they wouldn't notice that my eyes were swollen because I was crying, and and I wonder why I was crying, and I thought I felt relieved that. I wasn't born under this circumstances and that though I was struggling and though we were struggling and though my parents were struggling, it all made sense. And my parents made sure that, you know, I'd hold pens in the best or at the best schools in our country. And even, and even if I didn't know gratitude or, or the level, or the intensity, I knew, and and I understood then, I became, you know, better at counting my blessings. And even until now, and now that I started seeing all the good things in, you know, simple everyday moments, no matter how much I was, or I, how much I am struggling. And being grateful and practicing gratitude on a daily basis had made me, you know, stop complaining, and has made me look for different, different sides of things, you know, perspective shifts, and practice more compassion, sympathy, and empathy. Which, even if I thought I already have those, just being with the refugees made me learn em- empathy in a different Really different levels, and being well versed in expressing the things we are grateful for trains our, you know, brains to be happy because it makes us recall all the things that we are happy to have experienced or happy just to have having. And for me, if someone wants to wants to start as well, this is a great tool because this activity produces happy hormones in those days where I feel so down. I am trying to recall three things I'm thankful for in the morning. And for days where I feel worse, I make it five to 10. So if I couldn't come up with enough to reach my quota, the quota I set for the day, I start by you know going out, and I make sure that I have a goal to complete the things I'm grateful for the day, and I try to list all of them before I go to bed. And this way, I'll go to sleep with a grateful heart, ready to find more things I'm thankful for the next day, and the next again until it bec- at, until it became a habit and until it became a normal daily practice for me. And so, yeah, gratefulness, I would say.
1: That is so incredible, and that's an amazing story. That what led you to that realization? Did you notice if it um, made a difference in compassion towards yourself at all?
0: Definitely, because if I set a goal, I set them really high, and if I don't, if I'm not able to achieve them, I would not catch myself at all that I was that I'm being so harsh to myself being grateful for all the things that all the little things that I did that I know that I have achieved, it made me more, how should I say that? Kinder. It made me kinder to myself that I am trying, that I am not trying, I am giving and doing my best in every, in every thing and every little task that I do. And so the more that I example would be with my, weight loss journey, because I am a person who has been, you know, you would see how I'm feeling depending on how much weight I have put in. And before, because I have been struggling with my weight since I was young, and before I was able to, I used to weigh maybe nearly 225 pounds. And I lost nearly half of it and it's also became like i wouldn't eat i wouldn't eat because i'm going to get fat but it's a different kind of different kind of mindset and later since i started practicing gratitude instead of beating myself up for you know gaining weight and all i became thankful for what my body allows me to do it became different because if I, let's say I wanted to do an hour workout or a 45 minute workout, and before, I, if I was not able to do a 45 minute run, I would, you know, be so disappointed. I'd be so grumpy and I would not eat. But now, even if I did just a 10 or 15 minute run or walk, I'd be so thank you so much, buddy, for allowing me to do this today. Not a lot of people. Can walk today. Not a lot of people are able to get up and really move today, and so that has made me compassion, more compassionate and kinder. Just being grateful for for whatever, for whatever, or no matter how little the effort is, that changed the perspective.
1: Absolutely. That is so inspiring, Danny. Thank you so much for sharing your mental strength journey. And I know personally, I'm very encouraged and inspired by this conversation. So I know everyone else will feel the same way.
0: Thank you so much, Alyssa.
1: Absolutely. And thank you to everyone out there listening and hanging out with us. Thanks
0: for tuning in. For more personal development tools and inspiring stories, or if you want to start your own personal growth, plugging journey, or to stay up to date with latest episodes, visit thisvillagegirl.com or virtualbesties.com. Leave your email address to receive notifications and free planners. If you have a burning story to tell or a guest suggestion for the podcast, you can submit your article or proposals to Danny at thisvillagegirl.com. Details are in the show notes or simply head over to thisvillagegirl.com or virtualbesties.com. See you next week.